Hey y'all, hey y'all. I'm Ash. And I'm Soph. And, and we're, we're the, the Travel, travel Brats. Brats. Welcome to our podcast. We've been putting the brat in travel. Since 2020. And we're just getting started. From hidden gems to world-class travel. We've been sharing travel hot and not destinations from a bird's eye view and a party of two. two. So what's on the itinerary today? Hello, Brat Tribe! Happy Tuesday! It's the best day of the week, as always. We are releasing a new episode that's all about Costa Rica! And we have a really awesome guest, one who's been there so many times and is a well-traveled guest that we've had on the show multiple times. The only difference is now she has some extra degrees to add to her name, And just to let you know, it is Thursday that we're recording right now, and I do not work at my corporate America-type job on Thursdays. So that's my play day, in case you don't know, and I like to hang out with my mom on Thursdays. So (laughs) Jenny from the boat is here, and the only difference now is, is it's Dr. Jennifer Henry. Welcome! (laughs) Hello, everybody! She is going to be doing an episode... Um, As most of you know, if you follow the Instagram, I was just in Costa Rica. I'll be releasing an episode in the near future after this one about my time there. But today we're going to be talking about Jenny's Costa Rican trip. And she was actually there during the same time as me, which is crazy coincidental. We'll just say that. But um, yeah, really awesome. Um, Tell the Travel Brat Tribe hi real quick. Hi, everybody. They are probably doing good, and I'm glad you're tuning in, especially for season two. I'm sure you can tell this is better than ever, and we're getting better at creating itineraries for you all, so I hope you enjoy. Um, But what we're going to be talking about a little bit today is having more of a luxury side of traveling to Costa Rica, and also having the flexibility to kind of change that schedule and itinerary if need be. So especially if you can take the time to extend your travels, you definitely should. That's a recommendation. But um, Jenny, tell us a little bit. Yeah, I call my mom Jenny because I think it's cute. (laughs) And just a little fun fact for you all is that she does not always answer to mom. So like me and my brothers, we joke around, but we call her Jen or Jenny all the time because that's what she answers to. (laughs) (laughs) True that. So, okay. Tell us a little bit about the planning process that went with Costa Rica and you didn't necessarily know about this trip, did you? So, I'm going to tell you I did not know for sure where we were going. Um, I was given, so it was January. Yeah, so January is January. Yeah, so we celebrated all month and I turned 50, which is hard for me to even say. But yes, I turned 50 January 7th. And I have to share that with John because it's January. My boyfriend and my mom have the same birthday. Isn't that crazy? So, however, I'm going to tell you guys something I don't think I've told anybody. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Is that I was going through and one of my responsibilities at the dealership is to pay all bills. So, I went into the American Express to pay the bill and I noticed some pending transactions that were two American Airlines tickets. And I was like... Oh, where are we going? So, but I did not tell my hubby that, and I don't even think I told you, Ashley. So I know I had a feeling I was going somewhere. So the question anyway, was where? Yeah. So on our birthdays, we went to um, Captiva, and we had a great weekend. And Mark gave me my card, and I opened it up, and it was 
we're going to Costa Rica and we're going to go back to my favorite place that I've been to. If I could go to only one place at this point in my life that I've been Ever. to, well, that I've been to, um, the most beautiful place would be Niara Springs in, in Costa Rica. And so that is where we were going. However, we were supposed to go from Sunday, no, yeah, Sunday to Friday. However, <laughs> we had a little change of plans. So we, one of the um, requirements to go to Costa Rica is that you have to be fully vaccinated and you have to show proof of vaccination mm -hmm. just to get into the country. I think there's some confusion that you're going to have to prove vaccination status to go into restaurants and that's not the case. It's you have yeah, to prove Yeah, it wasn't the case yeah. when I was there either. You yeah. have to upload vaccination cards and prove vaccination status for them to even let you into the country. It's like an affidavit that you fill out on mm -hmm. the Costa Rican website. Mm -hmm. And you basically get this QR code that you scan when you're going through customs. And then once you do that, you're kind of in the clear. Exactly. Exactly. So, however, we had a situation where I had to go to Miami and have an emergency appointment <laughs> because my passport did not match my name. So Mark and I had gotten married three years ago. However, we sent off my passport and then it came back and it was filled out wrong and it came back as the same name. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure my names matched because I didn't want there to be any issues. I didn't want to carry like marriage certificates and all that stuff. So um, we went to Miami on, on Monday night. I had my appointment on Tuesday, got my passport. And on Tuesday, while we're waiting for my passport, he goes, let's go now. <laughs> like wait so we ended up being able to get out on thursday instead of sunday so the um coincidence or not it was the same day john and i left for costa rica <laughs> but out of different airports <laughs> so and it was basically at the same time and we're landing basically within like minutes of each other so we go and we we land we get in line and we're texting John and Asher. We're like, when you guys get off the plane, you guys got to come find us. And so sure enough, they did. Oh, but not without <laughs> like so much. Like I'm telling you, the lines to get through customs were at least like three hours. And we've talked to people who mm -hmm. were on our returning flight. who are like, yeah, we waited three and a half hours to get through the Costa Rican customs. And I was like, holy crap. Me and John, we were like, okay, we know mom and Mark are in line. They're towards the front. They can see the agents like checking everybody's passports and stuff. We're like, we need to find them. Like we didn't go on this trip together. John and I were doing our own thing. They were doing their own thing, but we were like, okay, let's go. And I'm normally one to follow the rules to a T, but me John, too. me and John were walking past all these people that were like in these lines, like hundreds of people, like in these families in huge groups. And we get to our first um, like agent who's scanning now the QR codes that show that you're vaccinated. And we're like, I was like, I lost my family. My family's up there. I'm kind of like panicking enough to where they're like, I want to help her, but not so much that she's so crazy that yeah. like get in the back of the line. So <laughs> finally, we were, yeah, we made some jokes out of it. But finally, the first one lets us go through. And like by that point, we're like, holy moly, we would have been in line for at least two hours by this point. Then we finally, we see them. Mark and I lock eyes and Mark goes, Oh my gosh, you guys made it. Get up here. Get up here. And then I look at this lady. I'm like, that's my family. Like, can I go up there? And everybody like 
parts like I'm Moses. <laughs> and it's like the She's Red walking sea. on water. <laughs> and so like we go forward. We finally get with them. We wait in line for probably 20 minutes in customs and go through. And we're all fine and dandy. And we go on to get our... Well, we lucked out because when they do these like those like rope things or whatever... They had just opened one up and and shooed us over to this other side where we were like kind of toward the front of the line, which that had, we didn't ask for that. It just it was Happened. like luck of the draw. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. But it was so crazy. So you guys go, so we really didn't have plans to meet up at all because we were going to two separate places. Mm-hmm. Um, You'll hear about that more where I was. I was in the middle of the country, whereas they went more towards the coast, which was awesome. But it was kind of really cool to be like, oh my gosh, we are like three hours by air like in a different country somewhere I've always wanted to be and like now we're like getting connected and we're in like the airport together which was amazing because that took a lot of like kind of luck for that all to transpire the way that it did and then we parted ways we each went and got Mm -hmm. our own separate Mm -hmm. rental Mm -hmm. cars and so you guys got your rental Mm -hmm. car and then what was your plan from there so we got our rental car and our plan, the reason we extended the trip was because where we originally were going was in the center of the state and my husband loves to fish. And so I said, well, can't we plan an excursion? He's like, no, we're like three and a half hours from where I'd want to go fishing. So that kind of worked out well. So, so we went early and we went to Los Sueños, which is in the southwest region of Costa Rica. Towards which, the coast, the Pacific coast. Yeah, it's on the yeah. Pacific, yeah. I mean, our view of the Pacific Ocean was just amazing. So we get there. We had already booked a charter through uh, Maverick Charters, I believe it was called. And we'll link it all like Mm -hmm. we always do. And the boat was called Los Sueños. And we went and we stayed at the Marriott um, at Los Sueños, which is a huge resort. We went there one other time and we stayed actually in a um, condo. But this time we stayed in in a room, which had a um, hammock in the room. I mean, the view was just to die for. The room it looked was just beautiful. Amazing. It Absolutely wasn't like amazing. the commercialized Marriotts that we see, right? Like in the United States, I think that Marriott does a pretty good job across the globe. Yeah, of having kind of personalized um, locations in different cultures. I, I I agree. And this this amazing resort, the whole area of Los Sueños is just amazing and. One thing I was sad was when I saw their puppies and I'm like, I'm going to send grandma a plane ticket and she's going to fly and bring my baby (laughs) buddy boy over to me. I got a new puppy, so I was missing him. But anyway, um, we we ended up doing amazing fishing and we caught some... Did Mark catch anything? Yeah, Yeah. we caught caught some some great fish and they actually flayed it up right on the the boat and everything. So we were going to take the fish to a restaurant called the Pelican, which everybody recommended. However, we did not make it there. Oh, you didn't? (laughs) We did not make it there, but everybody who we said, oh, we're going to take our fish to the Pelican. Well, when we asked the captain and the mates where to go, they told us to go to the Pelican. And then um, when we told, I think our, I don't know, somebody at the hotel where we were going to take it, they're like, oh, great, great place. So it was very highly recommended. We just didn't get to enjoy it. And we actually gave the um, the uh, fish to um, our bellman and, you know, he was going to enjoy it. So definitely because like when you travel somewhere, you catch a big fish, you're very proud yeah. of it. And the food can actually serve a lot of communities mm-hmm. and like can feed right. families and like they don't. What we learned a lot when we were there is like people don't really get paid all that well there. 
So, like, definitely if you can, like, tip and or, and or give them fish or if you do that type of stuff, I think that's a great opportunity to kind of give back. Yeah. So, the fish that we caught, so we took, like, one big fillet, so, like, a, a gallon-sized Ziploc bag, you know, had our fillet in it. But there were probably 10 other fillets in there, and we had asked our captain, you know, we said we'd like to, to donate this to you and, you know, your families and that. And he was very, very grateful because we're like, do you resell this or whatever? He's like, no, 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 we'll feed our families. So yeah. that made us feel good to um, to do that. So we only stayed in Los Sueños for a short period of time because the original trip was to go to Nayar Springs, which is in um, La Fortuna, mm-hmm. um, up in Arenal, which is where the volcano is. Yeah, the volcano Arenal. So when you guys were um, along the Pacific coast, you also did a lot of like walking and you did some yoga stuff and you were able to kind of enjoy that aspect of it. Right, right. So the resort is amazing. The pool, the amenities, the restaurants they have on, um, you know, on the grounds is just, is just wonderful. I mean, it's kind of like a, a pool with the beach and, you know, you had the ocean. But however, I'm going to tell you, being in Florida... And then you go to an ocean, like the one that was at the resort, like we we're just so spoiled because it was more like um, just a bunch of rocks. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, because we have these white sandy beaches, but also the Pacific Coast is much more um, wavy yeah. and like mm-hmm. you can really do a lot of surfing and mm-hmm. stuff. When John and I go next time, we definitely want to do that. Yeah. So we... Um, our plan was then to, so Mark had rented a car, which he's a very amazing driver. And Thank God. <laughs> right. So our drive was from Los Sueños to go to La Fortuna, and it was about a three and a half hour drive. And when I tell you that we were doing off-roading, and we were in one lane going through the middle of the rainforest, we were on suspension bridges, one lane roads, I mean, it was... It was scary, and most people couldn't handle it, and I was having, I was on the struggle bus, but Mark, at one point we got stuck. He said we didn't get stuck. He was just putting in four-wheel drive. (laughs) They got stuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, we traveled about three and a half hours to La Fortuna so that we could go to Nayar Springs, which is the most beautiful place I've ever been to, and everybody that we met there were either on their honeymoon or had been told about the place because of somebody that was on their honeymoon. So it is the most gorgeous, gorgeous place. I mean, it is just beautiful. So the funny thing is, guys, is that it took them three and a half hours to get from point A to point B. Um, But I'm telling you, it's probably not more than 100 miles at most. Because from San Jose to La Fortuna, which is a very popular touristy place, but it's absolutely amazing. It's right there with um, the... Lake Arenal, the volcano Arenal, mm-hmm. all of that kind of good stuff. And it was only 50 miles from San Jose to La Fortuna. So, like, from you guys, it probably wasn't that far. Maybe 100 miles, like I'm saying. And it took three and a half hours. That just tells you how slow you're having to go at certain times. And to go through yeah. those drawbridges mm-hmm. and to go... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was absolutely crazy. I know that we get into it a lot on our episode, too, but... That was just nuts. So you get to La Fortuna. Nayara Springs is in La Fortuna? Right. Or on the outskirts? It might be on the outskirts because be. La Fortuna is 
very not commercialized at all i wouldn't say that at all but it definitely has like a very tourist vibe you'll meet tons of people when you're there you can like walk around the little downtown area you see tourists everywhere but they have these um hotels and resorts on the outskirts that are make you feel as though you're in your own little world Mm -hmm. isn't that Mm -hmm. how niagara springs is like exactly exactly so When you get there, then they actually have this like orientation and they go through everything and then they take you by golf cart to your, I guess it's kind of like a villa in a sense. It's this amazing, like it has like an outdoor shower, it has an indoor shower. You have your outdoor pool with a hammock and a... Your own pool? Yeah, our own little pool. Like it wasn't a little pool. It was a big pool. And, um, like a bed outside where I'd sit outside and read. And then there was even a table out there. So like when we'd order room service for breakfast, we would, um, you know, have breakfast out there every morning and you would just sit and you'd watch the birds and it was just, it was absolutely amazing. So it was funny. So my husband wanted to watch the playoff games. <laughs> <laughs> so, cause we were going to leave a little later from Los Sueños and he's like, no, I really want to play the playoffs. I said, fine. Let's get on the road. Let's go. So we get there, and I said, that's fine. I said, you want to know what I did? As soon as we got to our room, I just stripped down. I went into the pool. He was watching football. He's doing his thing. And then I went from the pool to the outdoor shower. I mean, I was like. She's living her best life, guys. Absolutely. I was just like in heaven. So we, we, had, um, we had just a great time, and really that was just kind of what it was about (laughs) just relaxing and that was really the intent of that type of vacations to relax and do other things like we weren't on our honeymoon but it was kind of like we were (laughs) it felt like it gave you the vibe I really enjoy villas we stayed in villas when we were in Puerto Rico which was absolutely amazing too I just feel like it gives you that personalized feel because sometimes being in hotels or even resorts it's Mm kind of takes away from that kind of feeling of like the privacy the relaxation aspect of it. Did you guys get the floating breakfast in your pool this time? What? You know, like how sometimes they can deliver like the breakfasts that float in your pool. I like, have in- never seen that. Oh, no. that's amazing. Yeah, but you guys get really good breakfast sometimes delivered too. Did you guys get room service at all? So I believe the breakfasts were included. So you just filled out this like card mm-hmm. and you put it on your door and they brought it to you. So it oh, was, that's nice. It was an arrangement of just like fresh fruits and like muffins and breads. And then like you choose if you want like eggs and bacon and or omelets or whatever. So it is really a delicious breakfast yogurt and granola and that kind of stuff so that's cool so on the resort too did it have um good restaurants that you could go to mm-hmm. did you guys get dressed up at night and go we did we did we got dressed up and actually down from us a couple doors down was um where one of the pools was located and they had hot springs there as well but we went to the one pool and yeah, we'd sit in the pool and we'd have some cocktails, or I would have cocktails, and yeah, <laughs> and that we, you know, then we'd kind of chill out in the shade a little bit and go back and read. And they had like um, tables in the water, so like we could order lunch and eat. Oh, cool! Yeah, eat lunch right there in the on the water. Um, and then you know we'd go back and we'd have have a nap or whatever, and then we'd go and we'd get dressed up and go to our um, go go to our nice dinner, and the dinners were amazing. Everything was amazing. And it's so funny because 
you know, we were talking about like, what was your favorite meal and that, and believe it or not. So let's hear it. <laughs> all right. So we weren't as adventurous as Ashley and John, and you'll hear about their episode when it's time. But, um, we met this couple that's from Destin and we just oh, that's totally, ironic. Yeah, yeah, we totally hit it off. We had such a great time. And so we decided to like get out and go explore La Fortuna. So we go and Mark has done some research and he found this restaurant that is called um, Los Platillos. Portillos Volcanadores. Okay. So. Maybe. I really butchered that too, but I think that it means the, the planet of volcanoes, maybe? Something like that. Something so. like that. So here's the crazy thing. So we go, because we're all starving now. So we're like, all right, let's go have some lunch. We'll just see what happens. So we pull up. It is literally in the middle of a neighborhood. You walk out to the sidewalk. The view is amazing. And the next thing you look over and it says German bakery next door. We are like, where are we? (laughs) So we go. That's very common in Costa Rica, actually. (laughs) Well, we did not know that. So we go and we sit down and we're like, we don't even know what we're getting. Like what, you know, like let's just get something small because... Who knows? How, how good is this Italian restaurant in the middle of Costa Rica going to be? Yeah. So we sit down and there's like all this alien like memorabilia and stuff you can like alien like koozies and stuff. We're like, what is this? So there's this big banner above the restaurant that says the worst restaurant in the world, alien food. We're like, what is the alien? Like, <laughs> we, like we don't get this. That's so, hilarious. Yeah, and it even has like um, what is that? Like a, a UFO? Or yeah, whatever yeah. On the menu, and we're like, okay, this is just weird. So anyway, so we met this lady. Her name was Emanuela, and she goes by Emmy, and she's um, she's one of the owners, and uh, I believe it's her and her husband. And we ended up ordering like a caprese salad, um, some garlic bread, um, with Italian butter, mm-hmm. and then we ordered a pizza. And I'm telling you, it was so good. But they had pasta and everything else. I mean, when I tell you one of the best meals I had was there. Ever. It sounds so crazy on my trip, you know. So it was so good. So then we're like, all right. We ate this amazing lunch. And now we're like, all right, we're going to go next door. We're going to get some something from the German bakery. And we're going to take it back with us because we're all stuffed because we ate so much. So we go to this German bakery and I mean, it was again, like just everything was top notch. It was amazing. It was so good. They even had things like, um, you know, like different sausages and sauerkraut and like all that kind of no, German stuff. That's crazy. Stuff. A very diverse menu. Yeah. Just something you wouldn't expect to see. And you're literally in the middle of this like, like neighborhood almost. And it was, it was really, really cool. So that, that was something we did. So that was definitely one of my, like my, um, favorite meals. I even said to Mark at one point, I'm like, will you take me back there? But it was only like half hour-ish from our resort. So that's why I think we were in So it was two miles from them. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. And so, well, and I don't even know that It just takes a sure. long time to drive everywhere. A lot of winding roads, but then we did stop because we had such beautiful scenic pictures of the volcano mm-hmm. and it was just absolutely amazing. So then we went on this like our friends had invited us to go on this excursion where we did this like night walking tour where you went. Yes, yeah, so we're literally in the, <laughs> in the rainforest in the dark. <laughs> so this is a D recommendation. No, no, I'm just no, kidding. No. I'm just kidding. It was really good. I just don't remember the name of the um, company that we booked through, but they were they were awesome. And so we actually got these like 
head strap things <laughs> with like a, um, a light on it. Oh you know, like homeowners would wear yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're like, where are these? And, and we saw different frogs and things like that. They were super awesome. Actually, this kid that, that was in charge of the tour... He actually went to school and he got like a degree in ecology and that's really common mm -hmm. again in Costa Rica yeah. because they take a lot of pride in Costa Rica is the most beautiful country I think I've ever been to. It's so lush in the green when you're driving around like you're in awe like it doesn't feel real. It feels like you're in a um, like mystical type fairy tale where it's like you've seen movies of this stuff but right. you haven't seen it in person. So one thing that we actually noticed was that you're going to see different homes and, you know, you can tell, you know, homes where people, you know, are more well off than others, but it doesn't matter how nice the house is or how big it is or whatever. They, people take such pride in what they have and take care of it that everything is just beautiful. Like, you mm -hmm. know, we're going through these, like, you know, like when we were driving, you know, someone asked us if we felt unsafe. I said... I didn't feel unsafe that, like, I was going to get, like, you know, carjacked or, you know, taken at gunpoint yeah, yeah. or something like that. But I was just more um, concerned about if, like, we popped a tire <laughs> and how I would communicate to get help or, you know, something yeah. or something happened to Mark, God forbid. You know, like, how I would get help in the middle of this country, in the middle of, like, some off-road, whatever. So yeah. that was more of just a, more of a language barrier insecurity, I guess, in a sense. But you bring up language barrier. I guess I have to ask you because I have my opinion, but like, did you ever really encounter anybody that you had a huge language barrier with? Um, no, no. And, and I feel like people in Costa Rica, I mean, English must be like a second language to them. And maybe that's taught in school, just like... Mm -hmm. How Spanish is, you know, taught here, but um, for the most part, everybody was able to communicate. Yeah, because that's what mm -hmm. one of our um, our um, servers at the restaurant, he spoke to us for like, we had conversations with him for probably 20 minutes and he was like, thank you so much for talking with me. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like, wait, like he, he was like, I really need to practice my English. Oh, and sure. like, it was just really nice because mm -hmm. you were one of my only tables. You were my last table. Sure. So like... John and I were done eating dessert at that point, but it was kind of like really cool because he was like, the only time I get to practice is when people come in because mm -hmm. that's the only time I get to speak with that. Right. And I learned it in um, like um, upper school or I forgot what right. he called it, but it was just really cool because like I was also saying to him that I wanted to talk in Spanish and I wanted to order in Spanish because right. I'm trying to practice my Spanish and most people spoke to me in English and it was almost, for me, it was almost a disservice because I wish I could have just spoken Spanish the entire time because you learn so much by doing that. Right. But it's a, obviously a give and take type of thing. And especially if they want to practice their English, it's really awesome because they have a lot of English speaking customers who don't maybe have the same right. mentality as me and John. So one thing that I've learned from Ashley um, is that she started asking like her servers, like, hey, what is your favorite place to go to? What's your favorite thing to do? And just kind of getting to know your servers. And so that was really what um, I started, I've started doing now, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, you know, asking like what they like to do, what's something is somewhere fun to go, what do you recommend? And, you know, it's just, it's nice to get like input from locals and find out what it is they like to do and where they go and 
um, going to some of those like hidden gems is always exciting. So you just don't know what you're going to find. Yeah, because like especially when it comes to like bars and I really think I started doing that a lot when I was in um, Puerto Rico with John recently and that was super cool. Like you ask people about that and they give you like and there was definitely a language barrier in Puerto Rico and like he took my phone and just started typing stuff down okay. into notes and it was like translate this okay, and like figure that well, that's out. That's really smart. So that was really cool and that's a really good tip too mm -hmm. but like Costa Rica I felt like even spoke like better English and I felt like mm -hmm. there was less of a language barrier but we met people from all over the place mm -hmm. too like we met some people from England we met from some people who were I'm doing a tour. They were in El Salvador traveling through. So like, mm -hmm. I'm sure you guys met tons yeah. of people too. But so you have your favorite place in the world is Nayara Springs. Right. So Nayara Springs is just this amazing resort. And I even shared pictures with a friend um, a few years back. And the pictures just don't do it justice. You just cannot capture the beauty of it by sending somebody pictures. You just have to see it. And that's exactly what my friend said. She said, picture is so beautiful but she's like it just doesn't even capture the, the the just the beauty of it so that is something we're definitely going to um to link now one of the things with getting back into the country is um you have to have a negative covid test within um 24 hours so one of the things at Niagara springs was that we could get a covid test have a doctor come to our room and then we pay and then they do the test right there. We're told, okay, you're both negative. And then they send you the paperwork that you need to then upload or show them. Yeah, you just have airport. to show them at the end mm -hmm. of the day. But like you legit need to have really good stuff because the U.S. currently as of February 1st, we're recording this on February 2nd, 2022, is that you need to have a negative COVID test to get back into the United States after traveling abroad. Well, that was, we came back before February 1st. Well, yeah, was... just in general. I mean, that's what we've been aware of. In January, we both traveled and you needed, as of that time, it mm -hmm. was you needed to have negative COVID tests yeah. to get back into the States. It didn't matter what airline that you traveled from. It was just a precaution then right. going through customs. and mm -hmm. um, It was there. nice to have that option to have them come to our room and do that. Um, granted we paid a little bit more than how much did you pay for that so it was $70 per test so we paid $140 that's for the not that bad no it was more for the convenience of versus like you know they have a tent set up at the airport then you go you know you have your time you go do that and then you have to like basically kill like an hour to make sure your tests are negative so then you can check in and do all that but um but yeah, no, we um, had no problem getting back in. Now we use, um, this is just one thing I'm going to recommend for people who do um, international, who do travel in general, um, is the global entry card. Mm -hmm. And that is basically just another like background check in a sense so that then you've already been like... Vetted. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's the word. And so... Um, by doing that, when we got back into Miami, we bypassed these huge long lines. Like, John, okay, John doesn't have this. So, Jen and Mark both have global entry. I have global entry. They bypassed everybody. So, they were together at least. I had global entry and John didn't. I got to bypass everybody. I was able to, 
get my luggage that was lost, find my luggage that was lost at the <laughs> Spirit Center or wherever. I was able to then get a shuttle, go pick up our car that was like parked off the lot, come, go get John and I food, and then pick up John. And he, st- I did two laps around the airport before he was ready. So I'm telling you, I got through that. Um, I got through that line like an hour and a half before he did. And at that point, you're done with your trip. Mm-hmm. When you're done traveling, you're like, okay, get me the frick out of here. And then knowing you have to do like a two-hour drive home. And so, like, yeah. yeah that was crazy, though. So, Global Entry will link, um, like, the um, link to the website. And it's really not a very, I think it's like $100. And I think you have to fill out some type of questionnaire. And then you have to go, in our case, we went to Miami. You go through some, like, official, like, interview process. And then, um, then they issue you the card. So, and then you basically have a link to all of your flights and you're like in the system. So it's, and I remember, so when we went, um, through customs and we were coming in, it's like, you basically like had face ID, you put your face against this screen and they recognize you right away and boom, you're there. And I mean, it was like, I didn't wait in the line for one ticket. I scanned myself at the computer yeah. And then they took me straight to the first officer that was open, and then I was out. Yeah. I'm telling you, not even a two-minute process. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, super glad that we did that. And, I mean, I guess if it's the security aspect, but if you're flying, they already know your information. So, like, it is what it is at that point. Right. right. So, like, that was super cool, and I'm glad mm-hmm. that we kind of did that as a family. Because, like, I feel like they don't push that enough at all, like... Not everybody knows about that. I tell it to people all the time, oh, I'm global entry certified or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what the heck is that? So it's like a TSA pre-check then. You get on mm-hmm. your, for your flight. So then like you don't have to take off your shoes and take out your computers and that kind of stuff. That's just kind of a pain. Last thing I hate is walking around in my bare feet. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I know. That just, ugh. So. But honestly, the whole trip to Costa Rica, um, what, how many times have you been there? Well, I've been there twice. Um, Mark has been there probably a hand five ish six times, so he he knows much better um, around. You know, like the last time we went, we were we stayed up in the northwest region, and that was like near Tamarindo, which is more like a surf area. So that would be somewhere I'd recommend for Ashley to go if they want to work on surfing in that. We definitely do. So. Um, so, yeah, so, like, I would definitely like to explore, and that's one thing Mark said, that he's never been to actually the other side, to, like, the Caribbean side. Yeah. And so that's... Less, less common, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Now, somebody just told us that they went to Montezuma. Montezuma. Which, I was like, I'd never even heard of it. <laughs> but Costa it's Rica, by so. Samarindo. It's mm-hmm. on the tip and stuff, and yeah. it's where they got engaged. They were just yeah, yeah. telling us about it. So, I mean, that's kind of cool because... Mm-hmm. I've never heard of anybody who hasn't loved Costa Rica. It is just such a beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. No matter what you do, whether yeah. you do excursions, whether mm-hmm. you choose to go the rap relaxation route as i said again this is definitely more of the luxury side um staying at niagara springs is more on the pricier point it wasn't necessarily in mine in john's budget because like we like to spend our money more on experiences less on the place but if you're kind of going to just be staying in one place it might be worth it to spend a little more Mm -hmm. or maybe if your budget gives into that and especially if it's a honeymoon i feel like this is one of the best places 
Um, but yeah, I'll definitely link all this stuff. Um, there's more Costa Rica information to come. It was really cool because at one point I saw the location of my mom, my really good friend Danielle, John and me, and we were all in Costa Rica all at the same time. And I mean, if that doesn't tell you something, <laughs> yeah, that, that was really cool. So thank you so much, Jenny, for listen or for being our wonderful guest she's really awesome she does a lot for the travel brats and we can't thank her enough and thank you all for tuning in say bye jen bye everybody hope you travel to costa rica and let us know how your experience is yeah definitely if you travel there let us know we'll definitely share your information on our site and you're all the best and i can't wait to share some more follow the travel brats on instagram if you don't already and get this podcast wherever you want All right, bye guys.